to the After Credits podcast, where we talk about the movies and the TV shows you love, even if we don't exactly love them. In this episode of the After Credits podcast, the gang talks about Bohemian Rhapsody and other movies that we've seen the past couple of weeks. Stay tuned. I'm your host, Franco Daja. Joining me today is... Rafi Rodas. And Javi Garcia. And we're back. We back hey. again. We're back. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the holiday season and uh, we came back together just to do another podcast. It's been a while, guys, since Very Goyo. Yeah, Goyo. Goyo. Goya. Goyo. 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 But uh, the, the main topic of this uh, section would be to talk about the latest movie called Bohemian Rhapsody starring... Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury, the guy from uh, Queen. No, the guy. No, the guy from. Uh, <laughs> from uh, he was in. Um, uh, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot. The the hacker. Uh, yeah. Hacker movie. Didn't he have another famous movie? He I was in. Mentioning. He was in Night at the Museum as wow. the Pharaoh guy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, uh, so have Rafi and I were the ones who saw this movie. So yeah. We'll do just a quick review on that. Yeah. So. Like Rafi, what what are your expectations coming in? Like, right? Actually, I'm not really the biggest Queen fan. I know their songs, yeah, but you know, I was really more interested in the character of Freddie Mercury going into the film, because when I think about it, you know, I don't know a lot about their history, but I know enough to be, you know, intrigued by his character, by his persona, and not obviously. Freddie Mercury is the the main focal point of this film, but this being a Queen movie, it also shed light for me at least ab- ab- on the on the other characters on the uh, not character the other band members like Brian May and Roger. I don't know his last name. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there it's it's it was mainly the character of Freddie Mercury that drew me into watching the the movie. Yeah, I mean, like one of the things that I liked the most about the movie was how they went behind the scenes in a way of how they made each song. Like, right. uh, I mean, you've, sh- you've heard of a lot of like songs, like Another One Bites the Dust or We Will Rock You. Right. Or Killer Queen. Co- Killer Queen or, mm. of course, the main title, Bohemian Rhapsody. They mm-hmm. go into each one. And it's not all of it is from Freddie Mercury. Of course, his voice is, is uh, of course, the highlight of every song. Yeah. But uh, there's a lot of elements that the other band members created as well right one one highlight i like to remember is the they got the drummer in the the part where they talk they say galileo galileo oh, yeah. they got the drummer to go <laughs> galileo galileo yeah like and they kept on saying higher 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 <laughs> yeah um for, as someone who hasn't watched the movie yet what would you consider its best selling point say that i'm on the fence i'm not a fan of queen well not not a not you know not a how do you how do you what's the word um, not a big fan yeah. of Queen. Listen to the music. Most I know is Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. What's What's the selling point of the movie? Towards Rami Malek. Really? Yeah. His it, acting, he he will. I'm not saying he might. He will rock get you. an Oscar. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he will rock the Oscars. He's bro. expected to get. Really? Yeah. He is okay, so okay. good. He is that great. good. Interesting. And uh, okay. you also appreciate the songs that Queen made. Right. They it's, show it's they show you the emotional impact of each song. As well as the the fun the band had in creating these yeah. these uh, mm. nice uh, songs to create. You know, one thing that gave me goosebumps when I was watching it it wasn't from the film. 
it was actually from the people beside me watching like mm. strangers beside yeah, yeah. me because um if you're familiar if you're familiar with the song love of my life the love of my life da, 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 uh, uh, um as in, in the movie uh freddie was uh writing the song he he, he was writing the song on the piano mm-hmm. he was singing the words right as mm. he was writing it the person beside me was also singing it now mm. uh, in in in, wow. in in most um in most uh avenues that that would be annoying yeah but here it just gave me a uh, like a it was there was this surreal kind of feeling that i'm i'm seeing i'm seeing freddie mercury write the song in front of me and beside me in real life i'm seeing his influence like oh. it, it like you know his, his fans are singing the song as he's uh, writing i mean I, you know i mean yeah that's 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 pretty that's pretty interesting cuz usually we have like what i was what i'd expect as in just seeing the film having seen one or two trailers what i'd expect is that it's just a showcase of the songs you know like it, it is yeah, but yeah. then but then not to the point where you go back to the story behind each song or you go back to like looking at the band members as they were band members yeah usually for me that kind of the way the way that those movies are structured is we're going to lead up to only one point in the movie and then we're just going to cut it off from there so it's just it's it's interesting to see that at least you can see that something it it, it manages to translate it's from what you guys are telling me it manages to translate um the feelings of writing the song and then for and if you're lucky enough like Rafi was to be sitting beside someone who knows the band or who knows the songs to see how that song actually ended up becoming yeah. something that people know something that people notice something that people remember that's true and I, i i think that was one of the more focal points of the movie just to see mm. the influence of freddy in his relationship with his fans and uh, his music mm. yeah i mean the the climax is during the live live aid, aid. Live aid concert around mm. the world uh yeah in london he in the wembley stadium is really large concert it's really nice and uh mm. they did the inter- i went back on the history a bit they they highlighted the fact that you know how Freddie mercury died due to aids related yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. uh, uh problems and uh they show him getting aids before the climax of the live aid concert when in fact it's actually the opposite mm, he got yeah, aids yeah, yeah. after the live aid but of course mm. you, you want to end on a good climax as well so yeah I mean, it's it's really uh, storytelling again. It's dra- yeah, yeah, yeah. It I, is. I mean, th- dramatized, but it's yeah. still pretty good. This this is more of a really a movie than a uh, d- documentary. Oh, that's good. That's good. So yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's like one of the things that was really surprising is like it opens a scene with uh, Rami Malek playing Freddie Mercury, and he's just a bagger in Heathrow Airport. Yeah. He's just doing that, and then it's really, it's really humbling to see how like anyone who has enough talent can be recognized and can produce such great wonders. Talent yeah. and hard work, I'm assuming. Yeah, that's what the course. movie goes on about. Yep, I and hope passion. So. <laughs> and passion. Yeah, but uh, Rafi, like, we, we we said our things. Is there anything you didn't like too much about the movie? Yeah, um, I think that there could could have um been more in terms of the transition in between the scenes over although overall the synthesis of the whole thing is done pretty well um i guess that i i felt something was lacking when when the uh, especially in the beginning when they go from this um 
small band playing at these you know small time gigs and then suddenly they're 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 gaining popularity all of a sudden Mm. And yeah, like once they sign the record, right, deal. right, and some um at some points I felt that the movie was basically telling chapters of a book, and each chapter, uh, each uh, the title of each chapter is like a song of Merc of of a queen that they had to tell. Yeah. So yeah. like. Uh, did you get what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's like um okay let's focus on this song check now let's get to the next song tell that story check now let's go to this one check so it's like someone so, was listening through the album and then was like kind of like the story that. yeah through the, through the greatest hits through the greatest yeah the, the greatest hits and everything um also um if I may add uh and um. We see a lot of uh, not not a lot. We see Mary's rela- um, uh sorry Freddie's relationship with was it Mary? Yeah, Mary. Mary. Her name is Mary. Mary. Yeah. Although She's the girl from Sing Street. Oh, she was. Yeah. Oh, and it's they also got the any... little finger from Sing Street as well. <laughs> so it's <laughs> little finger from Game of Thrones and Sing Street. <laughs> little finger from Sing Street. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Mixing up everything now. <laughs> the same. You know. You know the actor. I mean. Yeah. Of course we do. <laughs> Peter Baelish. Peter Baelish. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's funny how those two guys were the the girl and the guy were also from a musical. <laughs> yeah. But uh, mm. anyway, um, so. So they they showed that side of him, the hetero side. Mm. I wish they showed more of his homo side. Well, they <laughs> you know? did a bit. I they mean, did, but they then not a couple of guys' butts and I, all that. Yeah, but you know, um, from what I know, um, from what people have been telling me also, yeah, um, Freddie was almost like um, if I'm wrong, just correct me. But I I think he was almost like a sex addict or something at one point. Really. He was going to all these bars and stuff. And although it was shown through like a montage while they were playing Another One Bites the Dust. Yeah. Um, yeah. They never d- dove th- deep too much. Yeah, they never dove, dove deep. And I think that's also dove another... <laughs> I, I, I think that's where we see the the input of uh, Queen members, um, uh, Roger Taylor and Brian May. Because I, I, I think in, in that sense, they were trying to, I think, they were trying to protect Freddy. Mm. 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 Ah, in the, were, they, were they part of the production of the movie? Yes. They, ah, they were very okay, closely yeah, yeah. Um, involved okay, in the okay, making okay. of the film. Makes sense. Although, th- th- they did show Freddy as a flawed human being. Yeah. But I think when they really went to the deep, deep parts of Freddy's life, yeah. they chose to skim over it. In a respect, uh, mm. I wouldn't say respectful well, manner, but then maybe they were protecting Freddie. Well, I would think of it as the way that they wanted to emphasize more. They wanted to emphasize more that he was a great human being without using the obvious marketing part, mm. which is his, which would have been his, um, I guess, his homosexuality. Right. Because now, well, uh, maybe it's just me, but then nowadays when people, when people um, give reviews about a movie. The moment that you have certain um, underrepresented genders or underrepresented races in a movie, it pretty much knocks up the score by how many more how many more critical points. Yeah, and and I think they probably left it a bit a bit out on to keep it a PG rating instead of oh. an M fifteen rating. Oh, okay. But uh, w- one hmm. thing I I like to like to add on to what Rafi's point was is 
the, the movie dipped into a lot of things in Freddy's life. I mean, like, mm. the fact that his father wasn't that a very conservative uh, Zoroastrian religious person, things like that, his relationship with the band, his relationship with his girlfriend at the time, his relationship with his uh, other lovers, mm. and the songs he wrote, the drugs, the dependencies, the sickness. It, it, it touched on a everything about Freddy's life and I'd, I'd like to say as well like it never really it dipped but never dove deep into mm. a, any of these topics and I think it, it was a choice by the director mm-hmm. to like touch on a few things maybe it could have been two hypothetically two movies about him eventually one about his that focused more on the music and the creation one that focused more on the personal life as well mm. and I think the movie do- tried to dive deep more into the music, per se, and highlighting each song and the story behind each song. Well, I would guess that's because that's his legacy, right? I mean, yeah. when, you, when you listen to the music, it's him. Yeah. It's him singing. It's him. He's there. If you right. look at a book, a biography about him is about him. It's about someone who understood him. Has he, does he have an autobiography? No. Mm, I'm not sure. Maybe it's, it should be well, coming up. If he if does ever, have it'd be a b- good time to release it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if he ever had one. But then anyway, a biography because I would usually be like influenced already by someone's view. They would have already gotten certain facts about his life. But when you listen to the music, kasi, at least when you listen to the music, you're listening to him as he is, as he was, as he was singing. There's no there's none of this um you have to kind of there's no filter in a sense you're listening to him as he was doing his art as compared to you reading his life through the through someone else's perspective of his life mm. just an interest just an interesting thing if you if that's why when you mentioned about the music interesting thing that popped into my head yeah that's true i mean he'll forever be known for his music mm. and it's just his personality that i it's not really a side thing but it's also not exactly what made him famous in that sense mm. I mean, it's part True. of his personality. That's what made him unique. Yeah. yeah. His showmanship. Yeah, his showmanship, his flair. The fact that he... Flamboyant. Every every <laughs> live concert they showed him in, it's like a really nice like outfit after each one. Yeah. Really? All of his clothes. <laughs> costume designer must have had his work put out for him there. Yeah. Oh, the costume design was excellent. Really? Yeah, it was excellent. I, I really got to see this. Yeah. yeah. Especially the... Um, yeah, of course, this early concert, but then the Live Aid one. Mm. When I watched the the real Live Aid concert on YouTube, man, it was like almost Spot like on. to the T, man. Dang. Pixel perfect. I Dang. mean, there was only um, maybe from the movie two songs that were cut from the actual Live Aid performance, yeah. but still, ah, dude, that yeah. was amazing. That's, that's interesting. So, that's Rafi, nice. how would you uh, grade this movie? I'd grade it. Um, I'm I'm t- 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 towing between uh, seven point five and eight. Um, I'll give it an eight. <laughs> it, it, it was too emotionally satisfying for me. Yeah, you had the same. To num- give it seven point five. I yeah. had the same number in mind. Eight. It's the number for me. It was a great movie. I came mm-hmm. in expecting. I, I I came in with a lot of like chatter about how they didn't dive into too much into his social life. Mm. that much because I mm. watched the movie a bit a week later than when it premiered but mm. it was still a good movie I really loved the my, my highlight was really just the so, the story behind each song and uh, Javi on a scale of 1 to 10 how excited <laughs> are you, would you be to watch it 
you guys are saying eight, huh? I'm excited. I'm excited like an eight point five. That's what I'd say if I was gonna watch it. So you guys better not disappoint me. <laughs> Your ratings better not disappoint yeah. me when mm-hmm. I go and watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I guess that concludes our review for uh, Freddie Mercury and Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. Is this the real? <laughs> But we're still here. <laughs> But we're still here, guys. And uh, of course, we didn't just bring Javi to. Talk yeah, to him dude. about the movie he didn't watch, but yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> that's a, that's some that's some um, meta level stuff we're, already. We're, we're opening up the the floor to like any any suggestions that you guys want to talk about. Rafi, Javi, any movies Dang. you recently watched or TV shows that uh, TV came shows. up? I remember uh, Rafi, you mentioned how like uh, Daredevil mm. uh, finished season three with a large bang or something. Oh yeah, I recently watched Daredevil season three. Yeah, dude, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Like I wasn't expecting it to be that good, because season two sucked. Really, <laughs> and what, pretty bad. What's the what made season three a lot better? The story. Uh, it focused on story and character development. W- without spoiling anything about season three, like right. I mean, I I've seen the trailers on mm-hmm. YouTube, mm-hmm. and they showed like Fisk a lot, mm-hmm. like. Was was he a main? Oh, he story was a ma- he was he was a main major story point. I gotta tell you the the story the the storylines of Fisk and Matt how they of Daredevil how they intertwined like each episode. You just wanna watch the next one again, and you wanna like right after you watch the episode. Oh yeah. man, it was it was amazing. And hmm. also, I, it's it's really the, the the character development of. Of all the characters, because in season two they kind of delved away a bit from the character development mm-hmm. that was um, masterfully done in season one. In season three, they really uh, they really hit it right on the nail. Like um, because th- this um, this season was is based on the people say it's the the best Daredevil uh, storyline, Born Again. I haven't read the. Uh, the born again yeah. <laughs> just a disclaimer but man i i i i'm i'm gonna read it now like nah. it, maybe <laughs> later dude it was I, i i can't even i can't even speak in straight sentences the it seems it seems like you really enjoyed it yeah it, it, mean, was, it was like i'm trying not to give away a lot no, of stuff but so that's how much was in it it's like yeah. every can, like can there was jump, can we jump into season three without one and two Yeah, yes, that, it's possible. That's the one thing. Uh, th- that's 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 a really good thing about this season. Um, the only thing you need to know is that at the end of the defenders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I? Uh, it's alright. It, it, it's okay. I mean, the it's been a while. Yeah. The you only can, thing you need to know is that at the end of the defenders, a building explodes and Daredevil is still inside. Uh huh. Okay. That's the only thing you need to know, and people think he's dead. Oh. And we okay. see him at the end of the defenders. Um, on a bed being nursed by nuns. Nuns. Wow. Yeah. That's Good the only thing know. you need to know. Basically, the season is about um, uh, the resurrection of the character of Matt Murdock, his development of how he thinks, of what he thinks morality is. Because mm. what I realized in this season is that Daredevil is probably one of the only superheroes whose um, faith, and when I say faith, I mean religion. Yeah. Is an integral part of his character and his story. Oh, that's that is interesting. Yeah, I so did not he's know a Catholic. that. He's a Catholic. I did not know that. That is interesting. He 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 was he was brought up by uh, nuns and priests in 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 the orphanage. Mm. 
so we see him being taken care of again by nuns. And there's this uh, character called Sister Maggie. I'm not going to delve too much into her character, but yeah. um, the way she discusses topics with Matt mm. is so important and it's so intriguing. Yeah. Well, and now. there's a whole lot of other characters that I can delve into, but um, I'd be going, yeah, it's spoilers Spoiler everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> and I, I can tell you guys this there's a lot of twists in this season Spoiler. alone. Spoilers. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, it's not a, uh, there's, not, there's a lot of twists. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not a spoiler. But uh, how, how, where, where can we watch Daredevil, Rafi? What? Where, where can we watch Oh, you, you, you can watch it on Netflix. Nice. Yeah, you can, really? you can watch it on Netflix. It's oh, there. Okay, All okay. three seasons. Convince my dad or something. Have, have, you, have you watched anything? <laughs> YouTube clips. I'm amazing. Oh, okay. That's what I get for studying, right? Um, hmm. What did I watch most recently? Oh, I watched... <laughs> I just remembered. <laughs> I watched Johnny English, the oh, third dude, movie. How was it? <laughs> well, how was it? <laughs> I watched it with my, mov- with my dad. It was so funny because um, when the first one came out, my dad... my family watched it and we enjoyed it we missed the second one because we didn't even know it existed there was then a we second saw, one there was a second <laughs> I one apparently it, but i don't remember anything about it <laughs> no exactly and then the third one shows up and then my dad and then one day while uh, before i was going to go to on one of the days when i didn't have um class my dad goes Tara, let's go watch it and i was like okay sure let's watch it so he just drags me all of a sudden and we go watch it in a relatively empty theater, sadly. Aww. it was a It's a movie that... Uh, I think the, the accurate description is popcorn movie. You just sit down, watch it, enjoy a good laugh, and then you leave, like, not expecting to go back and watch it again. Mm. Um, one, of the, one of the things about it, it was really just trying to poke fun at the whole um, different generations kind of idea. Of spy? D- different generations of, like, villain and spy. So you have you have Johnny you have Rowan Atkinson playing the role of Johnny English again and he's this time he's like still in his old fashioned fashioned spy spy mode and mm-hmm. everyone nowadays and now everyone in the in his secret service organization is already um upgraded already like 20 2018 technology smartphones iPhones there's one scene when he goes, you know, there's this classic spy scene where you go to the requisitioning, the guy who requisition you get your equipment from. Yeah, the Q. Yeah, the Q. So he goes up and there's this young, fresh-faced, millennial-looking guy sitting at the table, sitting in the table, very clean, looks like an looks like an Apple store. And then he walks in. Uh, the uh, Johnny English walks in, asks for his equipment, and then the agent brings out a smartphone. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And then, and then Johnny English asks, and then Johnny English asks, "So where's the secret button to, uh, in case I need to defend myself?" Sir, it's just a smartphone. <laughs> no. Yeah. And then, so that's that's one that's one of the establishing that's one of the establishing jokes of the movie. It's really like it really grabs you that, and uh, it really grabs you that um, there's he's just an old spy doing old spy shenanigans in a 2018 setting. I say I think if you've ever seen the trailers, if you remember the trailers, there's this part where he's walking around with a VR set. Yeah, that shows up. He he puts on a VR set. It's supposed to be on a treadmill. But he's but he VR instead thing. he walks outside. Yeah, that that happens. The villain is like some tech mogul who I wouldn't say resembles Elon Musk, but he resembles the the way that Steve Jobs would market something, not Elon Musk. But yeah, that's it's a very it was interesting. Um, you could you could see that it was maybe trying to. 
get the maximum amount of laughs with the maximum amount of maybe you people should look at this kind of message. You know, they, they try to insert a message somewhere. About technology. About technology or about how people react to technology. It's a, it was that kind of movie. Um, if, I had to, if I had to give a rating, it would probably be like 6, 6.5. Low, low, but only because you'd only watch it once. Yeah. As in, there's absolutely no reason to watch it again after you've watched it once. Unless, yeah. you know, you brought your kids and your kids found it funny. And, and I forgot to ask Rafi. Oh, yeah. well, how would you rate uh, Daredevil <laughs> Season 3? Nine, definitely. Nine. Uh, you know what? 9.5. Oh, dang, look at this guy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, it was right. that good. Yeah. What, one movie so good. I, I watched with, with my dad as well, Javi. It's mm. uh, called Hunter Killer. What's that? Is it showing in cinemas? Yes. Really? Hunter <laughs> Killer. That? Yeah, what's It's a that? movie. It's an action movie mm-hmm. starring Gerard Butler. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you guys haven't heard of it. I'm pretty sure yeah, it's, a, it's a... So Gerard Butler. So this the a brief... I'll spoil the first like 20, 30 minutes of mm. the, the movie. The, but the Russian president has been... I don't know. So there was an American submarine mm. that was exploring across acro- uh, the border of Russia yeah. on the Arctic Sea. Yeah. And then it was shot down, not by a Russian submarine, but by an unknown figure. And then the Russian submarine spotted the American submarine getting shot, and it also got shot down. Oh. By an unknown figure. Okay, okay. And then uh, after a few, after you find out a bit more, the Russian president has been uh, captured by a military coup Ooh. in a naval base. And there is only one U.S. submarine <laughs> that is nearby. <laughs> but the submarine is, not, is without the captain. And they're, ah. getting, they're picking up Gerard Butler from Scotland. <laughs> so, Gerard, so Gerard Butler... Fantastic. Gerard Butler is a submarine commander... Mm. Who has to capture the? Who has to uh, take back the president, the captured pres, the captured Russian president mm-hmm. before the military coup takes in? Yeah. Uh, the military, the military coup, the coup people, they want to force a war between the U.S. and the Russian naval base. Yeah. But right now, like, if the the pre- the Russian president wants peace, of course. Wow. Go yes. Russia. <laughs> so it's a it's an it's a '90s action movie. Oh, it with, sounds definitely sounds like a '90s. It with, does with the '80s uh, Cold War peaceful kind of vibe. So what? Well, it, it's like is it is it in the same? Have you ever watched Hunt for Red October? It's very. They they pull some crazier stuff there. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I won't spoil some things, but like. Uh, one time they they're they're following a map. Yeah, because they it's a map towards the Soviet base where yeah, yeah, the yeah. the naval base where the president is being held underwater. And then basically they just turn straight into the wall, and out of nowhere they just pop out. <laughs> Things like that. They do a lot submarine of submarine shenanigans. <laughs> like like another one where like they they're being hunted down by two torpedoes. One yeah. torpedoes. Uh, gets um, caught by the decoy of the, yeah. the good guys. The other torpedo is still following them. And then they're diving down, diving down, diving down for it. And then they they asked the Russian, one of the Russian scouts, yeah. the, who who turned to their side and he said, it's mud. 
it's okay. So they they dive, they hit the mud really yeah. hard. The mud creates like a, a bubble. <laughs> and then the, the torpedo gets hit, hits the mud bubble yeah. before it hits the submarine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, boys. It's, it's not just uh, George Butler that, George Butler has to get the submarine near the yeah. near the naval base. There's also a um, like a a SEAL team, not yeah, an a SEAL team that drops out uh, yeah, a, par- yeah. a parachute team, paradrop team that uh, captures that tries to capture the Russian president and bring him back, mm-hmm. and then bring them back to bring them back to the submarine. It's, a, <laughs> it's an okay movie. It's uh, interesting. The the one thing I didn't like was. They use the Russian S three hundred, which is like an anti air missile to try to hit Gerard Butler. But <laughs> <laughs> it's like an anti air missile targeting a submarine. Oh wow, good job, you so, guys. Did uh, your research definitely. <laughs> it's alright. I mean like it's a it's an okay movie. I give it like a solid six and a half because it's it's like a popcorn yeah. film. You you come in with just hey, it's uh, decent hey, action. I just need to watch. It's been something. a while since we've seen a modern submarine, <laughs> but they yeah. but they show a lot. They it, I feel like it's a bit of bit propaganda propaganda on the U.S. Navy and like how like everyone's all there's a lot of camaraderie and no one no, lets, yeah. gets left behind. Yeah, that, things nah, like that. They Oorah. do a lot. Hoorah! <laughs> yeah, but that's my movie that I watched the last week. Nice. The only other things I've been watching are like clips from Django Unchained on YouTube. I remember oh, Django yeah. Unchained. That was some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I also watched The Star is Born. Oh, yeah. What's that? How was that? It's That's uh, the one with Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Oh. The actress. Really? And Bradley Cooper, yeah. the their, singer. Their song keeps replaying on the radio. It's good. Good morning, boy. I haven't listened to the radio for a long while, apparently. God, I am such a shut-in. But, but you, all, all the songs you hear are from Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper was the one who wrote the, the wrote these songs. Oh, you wrote it? He wow. wrote it with Lady Gaga. Oh, and wow. he sang oh, wow. it with his own voice. Like, oh, he learned really? how to sing for this. Wow. And Lady he Gaga learned? stepped up her acting because wow. of this. Wow. That's cool. It's a really good. A profitable movie. partnership. <laughs> yeah. How's the story? Story, it's actually, it's not an original story because it's from the original A Star is Born. It's a 1930s movie mm. and it was remade in the 1950s and oh. remade in the 1970s. So it's a remake. So, but the, the format is, is the same from the previous movies where a successful uh, a musician meets mm. a up and co- uh, or a girl from nowhere and he basically picks up the girl from nowhere. The girl from nowhere eventually becomes... Uh, more successful artist than the guy. Than the guy, and it's about the relationship between that and the how that that girl rises to to fame, oh. and the problems with that as well that come with it. It's really, I'd say it's it's an Oscar nominee, if ever. Really, really. Yeah, I think it will be an Oscar nominee, probably for best movie. I have a Whoa. good feeling about it. It's a really that's good, a big claim. It's that's a, a good movie. That's a, lot, a big claim. A lot of Critics love it. Really? That's yeah. a big claim considering we haven't watched it. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the f- it should be the favorite to win Best Soundtrack and Best Song. Even against, even against something like... Well, then again. Even against something like Bohemian Rhapsody? Me, best no, Original but, Soundtrack, yeah. at least. Ab- original. Yeah. Is there an award for Best Adopted? <laughs> yeah, is there Best Adopted? Because I'm yeah. sure that. <laughs> so you go for the Grammys. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll see about that. But I mean, it's really good. Like uh, Bradley Cooper plays his part really well as a, a country rock star. Country rock. His, na- his name is uh, Jackson Maine. Oh, oh that's, God! That's a, <laughs> wow, that's really Jackson Maine. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it's a good movie. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Anything else you guys watch? Anything else? Honestly, no, unless you count anime, but then this isn't an anime podcast. Then again, I haven't even watched anime. No one knows that I watch anime, okay? Don't tell anyone. They all do now. <laughs> yeah. my, my Hero Academia finished already. It's Wait, a, there is a movie pala. Did you watch it? Not yet, not yet. That's, that's something I wanted to watch. There was a movie. It's a pretty good one. We'll apparently. watch it together. Yeah. yeah. When it comes out again. We'll if see. it comes out again. I hope it does. Torrent that. What about you, Raf? Anything? Honestly, I've only been watching Daredevil the past week. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I mean, I, I I watched a few Friends episodes in between. <laughs> but, uh, I don't think I've watched anything else. Are yeah. there any upcoming things? Any upcoming movies that are interesting? Or um, Fantastic Aquaman. Beasts. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Most recently, uh, Grindelwald. The soonest one would be Fantastic Beasts. Grindelwald. Yeah, Crimes of Grindelwald. I'm actually pretty excited for that one. Really? Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I haven't watched the first one. It's pretty good. I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. one of our first it's podcasts. More, it's more Harry Potter. Yeah, it, it is actually one of our first podcasts. Yeah, like, I think it was. Oh, sorry, no. Um, the first Fantastic, Fantastic Beast was like our third podcast. Maybe third, yeah, because Stranger Things and Strange, Doctor Strange. Stranger Things, Doctor Strange, then Fantastic, Fantastic Beast. Beast. Oh wow! Yeah. Really? Wow. Well, I gotta catch up on my history then. And the history <laughs> of our podcast. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but there uh, should be like a wiki. But yeah, I mean, there's Fantastic Beasts. There's um, Aquaman. 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 What oh. about the Creed movie? You interested oh, yeah. in watching that? Yeah, of course. Creed. I haven't seen the first Creed though. The first one was really good. Basically, you know, you know, uh, Apollo Creed, right? Yeah. From Rocky. So yeah. the first Creed is about his bastard son. Oh. Played by know. Michael B. Jordan. He's really good. Okay. And then Michael B. Jordan. But the Creed two, it's it's really hyped well. Where it's the son of Apollo mm. versus the son of Drago. Dang, son. <laughs> yeah, the son of the dad, the son oh of the god. guy who killed his dad. Oh my god. Wow, that's, that's, that is interesting. There's another one that I saw a trailer for. Um, um, Mortal Engines. It's a movie adaptation of a book series. And apparently the idea is you have, uh, I think it's post-apocalyptic... But then post-apocalyptic and you have moving cities and these cities roam around and they kind of like um, consume smaller cities as they roam around. Apparently, the reason why it looks good is because Peter Jackson's directing it. Mm. So interesting. It, 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 there was an, it was a very interesting trailer, though. I don't know how the story's really It reminds go. me of those like video games, those evolution video games where you eat the thing that's smaller, <laughs> but yeah. mixed in with Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. You that's actually a very accurate description of the trailer. If you look at the trailer, that's what it's that's exactly what you're gonna think. It's exactly what like you're a, gonna think. A big blob of goo. Yeah, yeah, a big a, a big a big imagine like imagine like London, okay? Or yeah. imagine a European city, except it's on top of a mountain and that mountain is moving. Wow. That is what the trailer looks like. And it's chasing after like Manila on a hill. Oh no. Yeah, that's, that's 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 exactly that's that's what the trailer looks like. 
it's an interesting. Of course, it's about the people who live inside the cities, not the cities themselves. Is it is it coming in this year or early 2019? I'm not sure. I can't. I can't remember which part it was. I can't. It's. I. It's. It's probably 2019, from what I recall. Yeah. What about you, Raf? Anything looking forward to? Oh uh, well, I said I'm looking forward to Fantastic Beasts, uh, Aquaman. I don't know. I. 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 I haven't watched anything else, honestly. Get ready yeah. for them Christmas movies. Yeah. yeah, no Star Wars movie this coming season. Yeah. Oh, but I guess we'll get the trailer soon for. Avengers. Yeah, for Avengers and for the next... Star Wars movie. Or at least a teaser for the next Star Wars. I oh, know they yeah. promoted at least a year before. Yeah. Good luck. But uh, I Star guess... Star Wars. I guess, guys, uh, thanks again for listening to the After Credits Podcast. Uh, be sure to check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, website after www.aftercreditspodcast.com. Email us at, w- at uh, aftercreditspodcast.gmail.com. Uh, thanks for tuning in to our uh, Bohemian Rhapsody review as long, uh, along with a couple of other reviews along the way. Uh, thanks, guys, for being patient to us. It's been a while since we podcasted. And uh, we will, with the holiday season coming up, with work uh, getting a bit more free and uh, school being uh, over in a few weeks, we try to be uh, here more often and hopefully we'll at least podcast again before Christmas. That's true. Mm-hmm. So uh, thanks Appreciate again, guys, for tuning in and uh, we'll see you guys again soon. Uh, as Franco Dajet. Ravi Rodas. Javi Garcia. And thanks again for listening to the Aftergrads podcast. Stay tuned. See you. Peace. I like shitty movies. Mama. Ooh. <laughs> Moms are like, are like really, really. Oh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Just, uh, the best. All right. Peace, guys. Peace <laughs> out.